What's up, guys? This is David Speaks, and uh, this episode is going to be uh, basically my understandings for the week, because I'm going to be going on vacation for a while. So, um, these are going to be a bunch of understandings that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, So, I hope you liked this episode, and... um, if you have any questions or um, no comments about this, you can leave me a voice message if you have the Anchor app as you're a member of Anchor, or you can find me on Twitter at Beyond Minds with a Z. This is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Welcome to David Welcome. I might do a couple episodes today, cause I'm gonna be leaving for a week. Um, to stay with a couple of people that I know, and I might do some episodes there. But I'm gonna try and do a few here today because <clears throat> I don't know how long, you know. I don't know what you know I'm gonna be doing for that week. Probably just hanging out and getting sun or something. So I'm gonna do a few episodes today. I'm going to start with, well, it's going to be kind of about a few things. Um, You know, I might just do like a collective episode. This might be my collective episode where I just talk about a few things that I've come come up with and that I've realized and that... Uh, some things that also are, you know, that go, that are, you know, different than, you know, most people think, or that most people realize exist. Uh, so we're going to be going into that. Uh, the first thing has to do with, okay, so I might have to be, um, bring a little bit of a, of a explainer into it at first. So basically what most people do when they see or do something is they come up with or see one solution and then that's it. They stop right there. Just just no more just no more looking at that point. But that's actually not the right way to do this necessarily. I mean I'm not saying that this this uh uh explanation for this Understanding that you come up with is wrong, but if it's not right, you know, you could easily be led in a strand to believing that or to, you know, thinking that this is correct. Uh, so, uh, this is one of the things I've come up with, I've found from the critical thinking and uh, communities. Uh, so, basically, what happens is most people. So give you an example, right? Say you have a story of where somebody was helping somebody, a bunch of people out of the fire. Uh, but then you know they were, they went back in. You know maybe they forgot something or something, and then they died in the fire. You know the first thing somebody might think might happen is you know maybe they they got burned to death. 
maybe they died from smoke inhalation and then they'd st stick to that one uh, conclusion but but in reality there could be multiple conclusions here they could have burned to death they could have had smoke inhalation they could have had you know maybe they bumped their head maybe it wasn't even related to the fire at, at all maybe they had you know Maybe, maybe they died from completely natural causes. Something like this. Um, I mean, these some of these answers could be more unlikely, but they still could exist. So, <clears throat> you know, this is one of the things that uh, I've, no I've noticed in myself and other people as well. They come to, you know, one conclusion. And, you know, I'm not saying the conclusion is wrong necessarily, but... It's just one conclusion out of many that they could easily have come to. Um, so the next thing I'm going to be talking about. So uh, so I've come to the understanding that, uh, and I've come to this understanding before, but even more so nowadays than uh, any other time before. Um, that what really has been happening with the world there's so much kind of like um I don't really want to go too deep into this because you know there's a lot of you know n negativity and drama that's related to this and I don't really want to go too deeply into that but uh, you know there's this problem that happens when people you know hear and see and think about spirituality Sometimes they don't go far enough into it. Uh, so what you'll have is you have a bunch of like half-formed or very like um, very much like ideas that aren't you know they have been tested and looked at for themselves in order to you know come up with practical ways of you know. Um, basically uh, actualizing that spirituality that they have. So I think this is one of the big, biggest traps of spirituality. Is, well, maybe not the biggest, but one of the one of them is the impractic, impracticalizing that happens with spirituality. And so when people see their um, their whole life you know, when people see, like, especially logical people, they see these spiritual people, they're like, whoa, these people are just so dumb. You know, all these things. And in some ways, I, I think that's extremely simplified. In some ways, they're, in, in some ways, they're kind of correct because these spiritual people have not really done the work necessarily, Terry, to, um, understand themselves and understand how to practicalize what they're talking about you know they say all these things like we're all love and connected and all these things not that they're necessarily wrong but because they don't know how to practicalize this and because they think that they're actually practicing spirituality they are trapped and basically they just hold on to an ideology and a belief system and 
you know, they're not really self-honest They're about this. They're not honest enough about it because they don't observe their thoughts. Or, and they don't, you know, observe their thoughts in uh, certain ways. So the, the, this ties also back to another thing that I was going to mention. Is that, you know, the problem, the, the one problem that people might find when they observe their thoughts is that they easily get stuck into the content of their thoughts. Um, which is why I think it's actually a good idea in a lot of ways to have a sort of framework to be working with when you're observing your thoughts. So I'll give you an example, right? So when you observe your thoughts and your mind is paying, you know, either is paying attention to something or is being attached to something or whatever it is, what you can do is you notice this and notice the the meaning that your mind is giving to this thing. Oh, this thing is going to make me happy. This thing is going to do this. Notice the significance that your mind is giving this. Oh, this thing is very important to me. You know, it's the way to keep me and my purpose. Not that these things are wrong, but if you're not aware of these things, you know, they will control you. Um, so that's one thing that I've come across as well. Um... And also, you know, you know, you you can do this with other uh, sort of understandings about the mind as well. And it helps you become more self-aware, more self-honest, uh, because you know, I think most of the problems that you see in the world is because people are not self-aware enough of themselves to realize that they are trapped within. Their, their minds because you know I've talked about that your, your mind is like a web of thoughts uh, and your mind is it's a web of thoughts basically and these thoughts you could think of them as like spider webs and once you you know pay significance to them or you just start judging them or whatever they become like silver or not silver they become like a steel trap and you become stuck in these thoughts I like coming up with that image because that's exa almost exactly what the mind is like. Your mind is a web of thoughts. Um, and because most people are so unaware of themselves, they're not actually self-conscious. And the, more, the less conscious you are, the more insane behaviors you're going to be displaying. This is, my, this is not me trying to judge you or saying... This is not, not me saying that you're bad or dumb or whatever. This is me saying that you are insane. The, the less self-aware that you are, the, the more insane and the more unwise you're going to be. Now, there are different kinds of wisdoms. Um, and this also leads back to, you know, what I said about practicalizing wisdom. Because it's one thing to understand that Say, say you have, so I'll give an example of what I'm talking about when I'm saying practicalized spirituality, right? Uh, so you have an understanding that comes from wisdom that says that if you don't observe your thoughts, you're going to be controlled by them. And so what you have to do is you have to observe your thoughts, you have to 
You can look at many different sources in order to come up with a practicalized understanding that if you don't observe your thoughts, uh, you know, they will control you. And this is how they will control you. And this is how you can observe your thoughts. There's many different frameworks you can use. Um, you know, because so many people are unaware of themselves. They're aware of the world and they see all the problems of the world, but they don't see the problems of themselves. And so they don't learn from themselves and they don't grow from themselves. The, the highest form of self, the highest form of growth that exists has nothing to do with the economy. has nothing to do with you know, gaining more material possessions. It has to do with yourself. You know, if you're not, if you're not, you know, becoming more honest with yourself, if you're not looking at the many, you know, traps and problems of yourself, you're not going to be able to fix them or see or even you know understand yourself and you know because when some of the trap sometimes maybe from a lot of times what what happens is you have these people I, mean, I won't say a lot of times but it definitely seems to happen sometimes where you have these people who you know claim to be you know super spiritual or super you know, logical or whatever um, but what they don't know because they don't do the work themselves is that they're not these things and they only pretend to be these things you know it's so funny that you know um, people think of lying as like you're purposely lying you you know that you're lying but that's not actually the worst kind of lying that exists uh, there's a there's a book that I talked about called the psychology of man's possible evolution um, and one of the things that it talks about, that, you know, at first it makes sense to me, but actually the more and more that I think about it, and the more that I see this in myself even, the more that I'm starting to realize how accurate this is. So what basically what the book says is that there are, aren't just lies of the conscious sort where you know you're lying and, and all these things, but there are actually lies where you don't even know that you're lying and you're pretending to be something. Or you're, you have such a belief, but you believe that, this, or you think that what you believe is actually something that you actually know that you are actually lying about this fact yourself, and that you don't realize that this is actually a belief. This is actually not something that you know. Um, this happens a lot. Even even the so-called rational people, they claim to, you know, not have beliefs. And all these things, but uh, you know, a good example, right? So you have these people who, you know, say, so good. I'll give you like a, a general understanding of this, rather than an example. But uh, you have these people who haven't actually really done a whole lot of scientific studies or anything, but will parrot and will praise and will say that science is correct and all these things. But if you haven't actually done these tests yourself, if you haven't actually figured out the understandings of why this is correct yourself, you're just parroting a belief. I'm sorry, you, you may think that it's not a belief, but it is. And this is the biggest trap right here, is that because you don't realize that this is actually a belief and instead of an actual knowing and understanding, you are trapped. 
and your mind. And you're not self-aware of yourself. You're not aware of your, your particular flaws and hypocrisies in this case. Um, and, you know, politicians and politics, people in politics can fall into this trap as well. But at least in this case, you often have, um, well, maybe not often, but you sometimes have people who are like, well, you know, this is my opinion and whatever. Uh, but there are some some people, so maybe even a lot of people who, because they don't realize that, you know, this is their actual belief instead of what they actually know, they are saying that this is reality. This is not, you know, questionable. You know, these t- types of things. And so they're just trapped inside of their understanding because they don't because they they don't or aren't willing to do the inner work necessarily to become more self-aware of themselves because when you become more self-honest you start realizing how how shallow a lot of your understandings are how not even shallow but you know that too but um also how um imperfect uh your practical understandings are so like uh, an example you know you could have certain ideas about spirituality but you know you haven't really practicalized them but then you have other parts of a spirituality where you have practicalized them to a large degree so you could have this in some areas and not in other areas um, and so that's one of the problems as well oh you know, I'm not saying that you have to follow spirituality or anything, but you know, this is one of the traps. I don't even care that you follow spirituality as much as you observe your mind and you know understanding from a certain some some frameworks, and so you can kind of like get an understanding of what I'm talking about here. You know, it's one thing to get an intellectual understanding, like oh, observing the you know mind helps you not to become controlled by it, uh, and you know, the idea that, oh, you know, your mind, uh, the only reason why your mind has so much power over you is because of significance of, it pays to things, you know, it thinks some things are significant and important and other things aren't, or, you know, takes things, some things seriously and other things not, or takes a lot of things seriously or whatever it is. Um, and this all has to do with meaning and things like that. So if you understand this at an intellectual level, that's one thing. But if you actually have noticed this within yourself experientially, it's a completely different thing. And it creates a completely different state of mind. An intellectual understanding is more, it's, it's just another belief. It's just another belief. You know, it'd be like if you had the understanding that may not necessarily be wrong, but the understanding that of Newton's third law of physics, which basically is like, I don't know if it was the third law, but basically, you know, the idea that you, each action creates the, an equal and opposite reaction. Uh, but if you haven't tested this, if you haven't, like, seen this in reality, experientially, you're, you're just parroting a belief. I mean, with this one, it's a little bit easier. And with science, it's not as uh, as bad, necessarily. But it's still... You're still 
deluding yourself in a way because you're not you know you're not actually doing these tests you're not actually finding these things that you're 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 talking about um, so that's one of the problems as well is that you're just having have people aping these different like and parroting these different like understandings and saying oh this is what you do this is why you do it and this is you know th things like this and and, and when you when you when you aren't practicalizing this and when you're not actually noticing this experientially your understandings are very shallow and pe most people don't want to do the inner work it's too much work because that means that you 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 have to question what you believe not even, you don't even really have to question what you believe but because you have to be honest about what you see in yourself you are going to have to either realize that you're not going to change and so you're just going to be the same person and you're going to have to be honest about that or you're going to have to realize that you, you want to change you're going to have to change because you're not self-honest uh, because you're self-honest now and because you're self-aware of yourself and I don't think most people want to do this because it means they have to give up their principles not, well not even their principles but they have to give up their ideas their beliefs and you know their principles as well and they don't want to do this they're just like oh no this is my idea I am right you're wrong this is what's creating all this extremism that you're seeing. Nobody is willing to be self-aware. Nobody is willing to look at their actions. Not necessarily from a judgment point of view, but look at their actions and say, Is this what I, I want to convey? And if it is, why? Is this actually working? You know... It's not even really about observing your actions as much as it, as it is about observing your mind. Um, because, you know, observing your actions can be useful too because you you realize that you, you don't actually know yourself all that much. But observing your mind is actually more important because most people think they know themselves, but they actually don't know themselves. It's one of the biggest lies. They tell themselves they, they think you they know who they are what they are but they actually don't um, and so they trap themselves and themselves um, so I think I pretty much made my point here. You know, it's one of the weird things about spirituality. Like, not there's anything wrong with spirituality. I follow it and things like this. But uh, when you aren't aware of the things within yourself that are either not up to the standard that you you want to set for yourself, or not up to you know, par with your actual understandings. You know, if you're not self-aware of these things, you can't change them. You can't 
realize that you could actually change them. Even. So, anyways. It's just a small little... Um, I don't want to call it a rant, but it, but it's kind of a uh, some some interesting and uh, almost fundamental understandings that uh, are missed, and so you have this like shallow spirituality that only covers like one or two things, but with some like pl- implicit like ideologies and beliefs, <clears throat> and when you're not observing your mind. And when you're not really even, not even necessarily even observing your mind, but going deep into observing your mind. Because it's not even about observing your mind for like a couple minutes and saying, oh yeah, I did the work. I don't have to do anymore. No, that's not what I'm talking about either. When you observe your mind, you have to observe all of your mind. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go all completely into your past and say, oh, what does this mean? What does this mean? I'm talking about observe your mind in the present. All the time. Or as much as you can. I mean, I'm not saying all the time either, because that means you, you probably would be having no fun and, you know, all these things. So have fun and do things like that. But observe your mind at least once or twice a day. And not, not just during meditation, but during everyday life. What is your mind actually doing? Because what actually happens, right? Um, and I've noticed this within myself as well, is that because we're only observing and are self-aware of ourselves at certain points in time, we have this like mistaken conclusion that we are actually like one or two or three things at most, when in reality we're like a multitude of things, you know. You, know, you might think of yourself as intellectual and spiritual, but you're also a person who has likes, dislikes, attachments, uh, you know, addictions, revulsions. You know, maybe you're you're not you're not always intellectual minded. You know, you may think of yourself as uh, displaying reason and logic, but there may be times and many times where you're not. And where your logic and reason are actually controlled by your emotions. And so you can also observe your mind from uh, from the past couple minutes too. What is your what is your what was your mind doing in the past couple minutes? Um, you know, the more self awareness you you get, the more control you have, really. Um. So your self-awareness so is, is directly uh, connected to how much control and how much um, what wisdom you have as well. And not even really even control so much as your... Well, I mean, there's that as well, but it's not even necessarily about your control, but because you understand yourself, you are able to sense and see when you're about to... When your attachment, when you're when you're attached to something, when you're whatever it is, and so you can actually, you know, say to yourself, and you act, you can actually have a sort of form of self-control that's not forced or that's not, you know, I have to do this, I need to do this type of thing. It's more like, well, you know, this this attachment doesn't necessarily have to be honored. 
It doesn't have to be listened to even. You know, just just watch it. You, you know, you don't have to agree with it or disagree with it. Just watch that attachment within yourself. Because you know, that's the other problem too, I think, is that so many people, you know, they, they observe their minds during meditation, but they don't actually observe their minds after and before your meditation. And so they see themselves in certain ways and they're like, ooh, I'm actually calm. But they're not actually calm. Or, you know, they see themselves when they're spiritual and then they're like, ooh, I'm actually spiritual. But most of the time they're not spiritual. They're, they're, they're just like everybody else. Um, so, you know, that's why observing and becoming more self-aware is extremely important. Probably the most important uh, goal that you should be setting for yourself. Becoming more self-aware. Becoming more understanding of yourself. Because once you become more self-aware of yourself, you become more understanding of yourself. And you might actually find that you're not actually judging yourself or criticizing yourself as much because you understand why you did what you did and what caused you to do this. And so you can, like, actually know, like, what to do next time this happens or next time this may happen. So... For instance, like say you're you're afraid that you're going to go through a back, bad, bad breakup, right? And because you actually know this, because you've actually observed this, it's one thing to actually know this intellectually, but it's another thing to observe it in yourself. But because you have actually observed this, and you've observed that this, you know, creates like sadness in you, you can actually control it, and you can actually understand it, and understanding actually does something interesting to you when it, when it's an experiential understanding you can actually it actually diminishes in the sense that you're not it anymore and you're not <clears throat> it's not even that you're not it or that it diminishes but because you understand it it's not going to be affecting you in the same way. Uh, it's hard to really put into words of why this happens because, um, I don't know, it's weird, but, you know, understanding uh, kind of breeds acceptance after a while, especially if you just observe your mind, your judging and all these things. You understand why it's doing this. But, you know, what happens is that nobody really gives you, like, tips and tr tricks to avoid a lot of the traps that happen when you observe your mind. Uh, one of them is the idea of meaning and, you know, morality and things like this. Um, but because they don't really have this understanding, they just have this idea from, you know, teachings like... And no disrespect to, you know, the teachings or the teacher himself. You know, but teachings like Eckhart Tolle, you just have these teachings like observe your mind. And there's nothing wrong with this. This is great and everything. But when you don't 
actually have a framework uh, to understand yourself like the idea of meaning and that your mind is creating meaning or the idea of attachment and you know he goes into attachment but he doesn't really go into why for the most part attachment happens but I can go into exactly why it happens because I've observed it in myself Um, but you know no disrespect to his teachings. I think he's just coming at it through three different angles. And there is a point to be made that possibly it's because, you know, there's a possibility that somebody's going to be completely different. But most people are pretty much the same in a lot of ways. Um, not necessarily the same in the beliefs that you have, but in the same... Uh, but, but you're the same in the way that you... Your mind creates meaning, and this meaning is, you know, what is caused, causing your significance. What it, what what makes something significant to you? What makes something insignificant to you? What you take seriously, what you don't take seriously, things like this. But if your meaning is unaware to you, you're going to be controlled by the content. Um. So, you know, I think it's important to look at things from, from, at, at, with a sort of framework uh, of sorts so that you can kind of have a new understanding, a new meta understanding where you're going, ah, oh, so that's why this is happening. It's because of the meaning that I'm putting to this. It's because of the significance or importance that I've put into this. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to see it. So you have to look at things at, from different angles until you finally go, well, this, that, 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 that means that I'm doing this as well. I have these meanings and significances that I'm putting to things. So anyways, I don't want to go too long, more probably about 30 minutes already. So I'm going to end it here. This is David Speaks. I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Don't point your finger at me Don't you know it's you while you're suffering You're while you're suffering I got my mind set at ease Don't you know it's you while you're suffering You're while you're suffering I got my reasons to live Don't you know it's you while you're suffering You're while you're suffering I've got my mind set at ease